Right. You got written down on this running order, Christmas erection. <laughs> Most amusing. It must have been a typo. It was late at night when I was doing it. Yeah, it must have been. Um, okay, so shall we... Uh, what are we going to talk about today on this? Whatever you like. We've got a few things. I can't... Um, there's nothing really to talk... Well, I'll tell you. I'm probably going to talk of, about the, the fucking complete fuck-up a mess of the Extinction Rebellion rabble. £37 million quid it's cost the taxpayer, and uh, they left 80 tonnes of shit. Basically, they left everything behind. Yeah, well, they, you know, they didn't clean up after themselves at all. Their excuse would be that the police pushed them on so they couldn't tidy up, I would imagine. Well, I would I would go and get the... Uh, personally, I would go and get hold of the organisers and, uh, and make them go and clean up. The crowdsourcing uh, pages that they have... I would do an attachment of earnings to it. Well, people aren't still donating money to them, are they? Well, it must be. I'm sure there's some idiots in the world. Well, yeah, there are loads of them uh, all over the place. So I just, I'm really annoyed about it. You know, they they want to to uh, protect the environment, and uh, they look upon that um, Greta, what's her name, as uh, some kind of uh, guru. It's almost like a cult with this kid leading it. There have been in history other cults like this where a lot of people have been, you know, taken in by uh, by a quite often younger person. Yep. Who they consider to be some sort of prophet. And, uh, and you know, this whole idea, which really pisses me off no end, uh, this whole idea that if we all stop doing what we do, living life the way we live, uh, it will change the planet and it will be a fabulous, harmonious place. Well, first of all, no one knows if that is the case. And secondly, uh, to get every single country in the world, considering there are many very poor nations who are struggling hard uh, to survive, and sometimes the only way they can survive is to grow things that uh, a lot of people in the West think are harming the environment. Well, how are you going to force them to stop doing that? How are you going to force subsistence farmers to stop burning bits of forest so they can uh, make fields and grow stuff to make money out of? I mean, we did it here, maybe hundreds of years ago, but how are you going to stop it? And actually, people go on about, oh, well, you know, they're destroying the Amazon. It's being burnt. We'll work out a way so the people who are doing it get paid not to do it. But actually, if you look at maps of it, there's not an enormous amount of it disappearing. A lot of this uh, information is confused, so they confuse the, you know, the fact that there are certain species that are, are in decline and will maybe die out. Well, as always, you can't save every single species on the planet. You just can't do it. I mean, eventually, mankind will die out. Well, I think our days are numbered, aren't they? I would predict that mankind dies out before the end of the planet. Oh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's usually the case, isn't it? Mm. And so, you know, uh, maybe if we could keep the planet a little cleaner, and this country is one of the dirtiest, you'd only have to... Do you know, the amount of filth left on motorways never fails to amaze me, and it's not like it in other countries. Are people still winding the window down and chucking bottles of rubbish piss out? out? Yeah. I thought that was a thing of the past. I don't go on motorways, you see. <clears throat> no, I still see them regularly. Wow. But, I mean, that's that's just a very small portion of what... It's just the fact that we, you know, we just... 
litter completely. We're getting better than we were. But anyway, it's just it's this whole thing, we've all got to stop eating meat and we've got to drive electric cars. Well, yeah, we may be forced into driving electric cars in this country, um, but it's not gonna it's not gonna improve the planet particularly. Well, something's got to fuel the electric cars. Well, it's electric. Yeah, but you've got to make the electric from something. Well, you make it from electricity. You don't make electricity from electricity. Well, what do you make it from? Well, coal, gas. Wind, sun, yep. wave. There are... A complete waste of time of two weeks with this rabble-rousing bunch of goodness only knows what they thought they were doing. And, of course, now most people hate them, and luckily they've disappeared. But I'm sure they'll come back at some point to annoy us all again. Oh, yeah, give it six months, they'll be back again. Mm. Anyway, <clears throat> so I'm a bit fed up with talking about them. I mean, they've disappeared, but this it, just the the whole thing about, oh, yeah, well, you know, if we uh, we all stop doing this, go and stop them in China, go and stop them in India and Pakistan, go and stop them in Bangladesh where it's going to flood quite uh, significantly. But that is something that has happened over the years from time to time. And, yeah, the climate is going to change. And, yeah, there will be parts of the planet where you won't be able to live anymore. And there will be parts of the planet where you can't live now that will probably become habitable again. Oh, Let's not... remember that the ice and snow that everybody's got... Oh, do you know the ice and snow is melting? Well, actually, the ice and snow on the poles are just the remnants of the last ice age. You know, when man walked on the earth originally, there were no ice-covered poles. Did you know that? I didn't know that. No, I'd be interested yeah. to see that. In fact, they found remnants of palm trees, didn't they, under the ice and snow? So the change in the planet, the change in the climate, is an ongoing thing. And mankind, because there are so many of us and we do all sorts of stuff now, we, you know, imagine, imagine if there were as many people now that they're... Uh, and we hadn't sort of developed the way we had but there are you know as many people now living like we lived in the middle ages can you imagine the pollution from all the wood burning fires it would have been a lot higher i'd imagine i think you're probably right you know you'd have had to burn wood to keep your fires going and your heating and to light and everything if imagine there must have been lots of forest fires back in the day i'm sure there were I may be old, but I'm not that old. So anyway, I uh, I don't I don't actually know why people buy into a lot of this rubbish. Of course, the climate is going to change. Of course, we've got coastal erosion. The sea levels will rise. All of this is going to happen, and it's been happening for millions of years. We should have got to a situation where we have some department of, you know keeping an eye on the way things are changing. I mean, this, the whole of the east coast of the country is slightly changing. And then a lot of that is to do with flood defences that have been put up. We've built flood defences so that the sea can't behave in the way it would normally behave. There are all kinds of things we do, which we should not have done, probably. 
far as I can see, we're still building on floodplains as well. The problem with this uh, extinct rebellion is they, they assume that people will change rapidly uh, in the way that they want to do it, but people don't like to change. It's a slow process for humans to change. And we are changing in the direction that they want to go in. Obviously not the meat-eating thing, but we are <laughs> becoming a bit greener. We are recycling more. We are mm. taking more responsibility. And it will just snowball, and eventually we'll get there. And we'll start probably repairing the damage that we've done, if we've done any damage. Everything's done damage. Yeah, well, to turn around you and say it. we'll fix it, we've got to do it by the end of next mm. week, or else, that's just stupidity. Well, yeah. And I don't think you can fix I mean, I don't think you can change the climate, you know, the way you want it to go. So you stop burning fossil fuels tomorrow and driving cars and flying planes and everything else. I don't think that is necessary going to make the planet's climate more benign. We'll invent something that captures carbon dioxide. We'll probably invent things like big bubbles to live in. Anyway... I'm bored with this. I'm fed up with this. So let's forget it, right? It's just annoying. There are more important things to worry about, like the speed of motorists on country lanes. Everybody says, oh, yeah. People drive in the country like fucking idiots. I'll tell you why it's getting worse. Well, not necessarily the tractors, but it's the white van drivers who now, this sort of invasion of white van drivers who are there working for all the online shopping companies that people use. So they come into areas like where I live and they have no idea what is around the corner and all they're focusing on is getting somewhere as quickly as they can. Well, these white van drivers, they just don't know the local knowledge of the roads like the locals do, do they? No, well, the problem is every time I've stopped one or two, um, they happen to be uh, from other countries. And uh, there seem to be an enormous amount of, uh, I don't know, I mean, I'm not bothered what country they come from. I'm just bothered that they don't have the geographical knowledge and they don't seem to have the understanding that round a corner could be a herd of cows, could be somebody walking their dog, could be somebody riding a horse, might be a fucking great tractor. And they speed around the country lanes because people are too fucking lazy to go to the shops and buy stuff and they buy stuff online. Um, and it's getting to be a bit of a nightmare. Because I was thinking the other day, I suddenly wondering, where are all these vans coming from? And, of course, it's people who ring up and they order something on Amazon or something else, and they expect it either the same day or the next day. Yeah, I'm guilty of that, I'm afraid. I know you are. That's why I'm pointing this at you. But but I get all my stuff delivered to the city, so... There's no you live in North Wales. There's no fucking city. What are you talking about? I'm currently sitting in the uh, city of Bangor. Bangor is not a city. It's one high street. I've been there. Well, it's one of the longest high streets in Britain. There's a village in Kent called Mepham, and that's supposed to have the longest village street. Anyone want to argue about this? Bangor is not a city. It's got a cathedral, and it's got a university. And it has a genuine university, not one of these poly things. Look, there are a number of... Well, I can't think of any now, but there are a few uh, towns with cathedrals that aren't cities. It doesn't make you a city because you've got a cathedral or a university. In fact, there should be a law passed that the only only places of habitation that get city status are those with a population of over so many million. Go on then, name, name me some cities. 
Well, I don't know. I have no idea. But London, for argument's sake, has got 12 million. Yeah, so that's one. Yeah. I think Leeds has got a million or so, hasn't it? Right, okay. Manchester. But I'm sure all these big cities must have more than a million. Yeah, but probably only a handful. Well, then they revert to being a big town. Right. Look, the clue's in the name. It's got a university in it. Yeah. Well, then you can call it a univ... a unitown. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a univer... It can be a univertown. A univertown. <laughs> Univer. Just a univer. Oh, dear. Well, at the moment, it's called the Ridiculous city of... Ridiculous city. Bangor. How the flip can Bangor be a city? You've got two... You've got one, one city. You've got the capital city of Wales, Cardiff, which, yes, that's big enough to be a city. Swansea isn't even a city. Yeah. And Swansea's a hundred times bigger than Bangor. I imagine Bangor, as you put it, is probably a token city because it's in North Wales and there isn't one. So, Bangor... Your nearest city is Liverpool. Make do with that. Well, that's in England. Oh, for goodness sake, it's all the same country, isn't it? People just speak with different accents in different parts of the... Just call the whole place England. Well, eventually something like that will happen, won't it? Yeah. I had on my talk radio show last night or the night before, I can't remember, Tommy Shepard, who's really funny. He laughed all the time. Because I have now come up with this whole idea. Oh, I was going to talk about Brexit. Oh, I might do. Mm. Um, have we started the show? I'm confused. Uh, I haven't played the jingle. Does that, is, that, is that why it's confusing? Yeah, play the jingle. I'll feel more like we're doing the show. Okie dokie. Right, that's better. Um, okay. Uh, oh dear, have we sold any books? By the way, are we doing the show now? Are we? Are we just having a discussion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we haven't sold many books this week. No. Why not? We haven't advertised the books very well. Well, why don't you do an advert and put it out there? Because you know it's a while off from Christmas, but now people seem to be thinking about Christmas. I haven't seen any Christmas decorations yet. Good. Good. Um, so let's uh, let, let's uh, advertise the book um, called Almost a Celebrity. Excellent reading, some very nice pictures, and do that. Oh, I did advertise um, your audiobook and Butterfly Boy. Oh, yeah. Because uh, someone asked if you've done any audiobooks. Mm. Because they saw your um, horror video uh, video. <laughs> yeah. uh, Where did that come from? Well, that came from the uh, James Well radio show, TV show from Leeds, uh, a show on horror. Yeah. Well, how many years ago was that? 1989. Was it? Mm. God, that's 30 years ago. That's right. Your maths is good. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it must be if it's 2019, mustn't it? Yeah, 30 years ago. Yeah. My mm. maths is not too bad either. Yeah. Gosh. So, yeah, it was quite a good bit of acting. I couldn't remember doing that, to be honest. It's acting and a voiceover. 
Yeah, well, we didn't have a budget. I did everything. Where did that telephone come from? Probably the office I was sitting in doing it. Why? Because it looked like an office phone. It looked like you're in a, a sort of a hallway stroke landing of a house, but with a business telephone. No, I would have been in an office at Yorkshire TV. Definitely like a house. Yeah. Yeah, because it was no. like shot, shot down a sort of landing way with a staircase. It's a proper little telephone table. Yeah. Well, maybe it was. I don't. I do not remember doing it. Was it real blood at the end? Obviously not. Well, where did you get the blood from then? I, I presume the makeup department. So you had the budget for a makeup department. Well, you had a makeup person. I mean, you can't do TV without makeup, can you? You don't have blood in the uh, the box of the makeup lady or the man, do you? you well, maybe they put it on afterwards. Could they not have painted what? the? I don't know. What CGI in nineteen eighty nine? Did they not do that? Well, they might have done, but not on the James Well radio show. Oh, right. Okay. Well, then they must have painted it on me, mustn't they? With paint. Well, makeup, I would have thought. Right. Okay. But I know you might find it strange, but I don't remember doing it. I didn't recognise that it was me doing the voiceover until halfway through. Really? Your voice is very distinctive. Mm. Well, I thought it was an actor. Well, I am. Play the part of James Whale regularly. When you uh, speak in your head, when you're thinking, do you hear your own mm. voice? I don't know. Never thought about it. Well, have a think now. You, I suppose we all do. Yeah, yeah, I'm just thinking. Yeah, I must do. But then my voice doesn't sound to me like it sounds to other people, does it? No, it never does. Hmm. No, because it's uh, you're hearing the inner ear, aren't you, mm. rather than the outer ear. Even when I hear it on tape, I think, oh, God, that sounds a bit... Stewie. Stewie, yeah. Not quite that camp, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're older stuff, definitely. Well, then I... Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, OK. So if anything happens to the Stewie character on Family Guy, mm. you, you can step in. I could step in and do the voiceover, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, we'd got this deal so that if anybody buys any of these audiobooks, we get some money out of it. No, no, we used to, many, many years ago. Well, in that case, don't bother to buy them. Because can I tell you, I have not had one penny, not one penny, out of the audiobooks. Yeah, I think there's something dodgy there with the audiobooks. I don't understand Why? how... Because audiobook, audible, 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 audible. Is it is it audible? Uh, audible. Yes, it. So, yeah. audible, um I think they they give like a month free and then everyone cancels. So, they're not mm. getting any revenue. So, I can't, I don't know how any money comes in. So, if you pick like I did, I got your audiobook for free because I signed up for the deal and then I cancelled mm. the second I finished downloading your audiobook. Right. Okay. Did we ever get any money from that deal? Well, we did, as a sideline, by the by Amazon paid us essentially oh, right. for every every time we got somebody to sign up. If you remember, mm. and we were getting loads of people to sign up, but everyone I assume signed up and then cancelled after they downloaded your book. God, I wish we. Could. I don't like this discussion. It makes it sound a bit, but there must be a way of making money out of doing a podcast. I'm sure other people do. Can't we put it with these these companies that just sell advertising on it? Yeah. Well, why haven't we done that? 
well, we used we used to have adverts in the show. Yeah. And then you, you, you said you didn't like the adverts. I never heard the adverts. I questioned, were we getting any money? And you said no. Yeah, I thought we'd do a free run of loads of adverts just to get them into, you know, suck well, them in. don't do anything for free. Well, yeah, there, there lies the trap, doesn't it? We, we need to get them in, tempt them with something, and once they see some revenue coming their way, they go, oh, we, we, uh, we better stick with the James Well podcast because that's bringing... That's up to them. Right. We get more downloads than any of the others, so, you know, that's entirely up to them. I'm fed up with it. I'm looking for a new sponsor. I just want one sponsor for the show. Well, what kind of sponsor would you like? I don't know. Anybody listening who's got a business who wants a bit of publicity, you can sponsor this show for a very reasonable amount of money. Get in touch. Jameswellradio at gmail.com. Uh-huh. And we will have a meeting and discuss sponsorship deals, right? Garden fertilizer, we allow them? I don't care. I don't care. And and I will then encourage my listeners to the podcast to go out and buy whatever it is, as long as it's not too expensive. And as long as it's people like me want it. So we can't advertise cars then? Why not? Because they're too expensive. All right, okay. We could we could advertise pizzas. I love pizzas. Oh, I like pizzas, but as long as they've got no cheese on them. No, I like a pizza with a lot of cheese. Anyway, this is... Uh, so get in touch, jameswellradio at gmail.com if you would like to be a sponsor of the programme. Um, OK, uh, forgotten what we're talking... So we're doing the show, aren't we? Haven't done Brexit. I'll come back to that. You were going to talk um, about Scotland. I was going to Scotland. No, you were going to talk about Scotland. Yes, No, I just thought that we should, you know, stop this England-Scotland-Wales bit of, our, of this island and just call it England. Right, and I was saying that wouldn't go down very well. Well, people would have to get used to it. I see. Right, okay. I mean, what is Scotland? Scotland goes on and on and on. Well, not most of Scotland doesn't, but the Scottish nationalists go on and on and on about how they want to be independent. Well, if they want to be independent, I think this country is in for something, I don't know, 30 trillion we owe. Um, so if they want to go uh, independent, what is their what what would their share of the debt be? We could work it out by per head of population, I suppose. Is it something to do with the, the, the hairpiece formula? No, you mean the Barnet formula, don't you? That's the one. Yeah, no. Don't, don't you work backwards out from that? Don't you sort of uh, reverse it? Find out what the total is and then uh, work out what their share of that formula is and then... Can we just call it half? They are half. Yeah, call it half. Yeah, call it half. That's probably the best idea. Call R- it round it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and then then we can sort all this nonsense out about you know uh, England's got. I mean, it's just very anti-English. Now I'm half Welsh, so uh, but I've always lived in England. Although I like going to Wales, I like going to Scotland, which are sort of northern and western parts of England, aren't they? That's a lie. You've never come to visit me once. Well, I've come to visit you, but I have been to Anglesey, yeah. Right. In fact, I've got relatives who lived in Prestatyn and Rill. That's only around the corner from me. Yeah, I know. In fact, I spent a couple of Christmases as a kid in Prestatyn. Well, you can come and spend Christmas with me. No, thanks. I'd rather not. Right. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so 
Brexit. Oh, hang on. I, I, I just uh, Janet Long sent us an email. What she said uh, a few weeks ago. I listened to your podcast, and somebody had sent in a rather funny joke. Did they? Uh, about the dog, the talking dog. All right. The joke was not only hilarious, but also well delivered by your good self. So I have in- oh no, I have enclosed another joke for you that I was sent the other day. Are you are you pre-reading it? Are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I am. Okay, it's disgusting, Janet. So here's the joke. Janet sent him. Janet Long. A family was driving behind a garbage truck when a dildo flies out and thumped against the windshield. Embarrassed and to spare her young son's innocence, the mother turns around and says, "Don't worry, dear." That was just an insect. Wow, the boy replies. I'm surprised it could get off the ground with a cock like that. (laughs) 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 Oh, dear. (laughs) That is quite funny. Reading it to myself didn't make it funny. When I heard it, it was more funny. Very well done, Janet. Thank you very much indeed. Can you beat Janet's joke? (laughs) <laughs> uh, jameswellradio at gmail.com get in touch <laughs> oh gosh Well, sure. why don't you do tech talk and whatever you do and then I'll give you my thoughts on Brexit okay uh, do you remember last week I was telling you about the uh, the Samsung phone that if you had a cheap case you could unlock it yeah uh, well all the banks have now pulled all their apps off the Samsung uh, S10 phone because- not surprised yeah, so uh, it's not good uh, good news for them. I don't, I don't know when they would put the apps back on because, in theory, if you don't update your phone, you'll still have the security flaw. So how would the banks know it's safe? So you might never get yeah. your apps back. Yeah, that's a good point. Very good point, yeah. Don't if, get one of those. Stick with Apple. Stick with Apple, yeah. Uh, if you have a Google Home Hub or a Home Hub Mini, uh, that's like the uh, rival to the Amazon mm. Alexa, and it's recently stopped working. Good news, Google will likely replace it for free. Because, That's very nice of them, isn't yeah, it? Because apparently in September they sent out some uh, software updates that bricked their uh, devices. Now, this is good news for people in, in general who've got these devices, because if it failed like a year ago or whatever and it's just dead, you dropped it on the floor and it's dead, well, you just phone up Google and say, my home hub's just stopped working and they'll send you another one for free. So essentially... Everyone's got a free warranty on anything. Hmm. That's very good, isn't it? Well, yeah, if, if your home hub doesn't do anything... Sorry, I'm painting my nails while I'm talking to you. Well, you might as well. Have you seen the uh, the, the news about the, the new Ford uh, Mustang-inspired electric SUV that's apparently no. being launched on November the 17th? Oh. It looks quite sexy, the uh, the images Does I've it? seen. Yeah, it's... it's I'm not sure if I've seen the real thing, but because uh, obviously when they've been driving it around, it's been in disguise. They put cardboard boxes yeah. over it and stuff, so you can't actually really? see why. Because it's obviously being launched. They've got to test it on the road. Yeah, they cover it in like uh, bed sheets and stuff and drive it around. Hmm. Cut holes. When you out say an light. SUV, you mean it's going to be kind of big four wheel drive or? No, it's it's like um, I think it's a bit sleeker than a Nissan Qashqai. That sort of size. No. Well, they're not very sleek, are they? So why are they calling it a Mustang? Mustang-inspired. I think at the front grille. 
Oh, right. Because you know all Fords, their grills, if you think about it, are all the grills of the... Um, Oh, gosh, what's that? Uh, the James Bond car? Yeah, the Aston Martin. Well, that's what they did. They got the Aston Martin uh, franchise, mm. didn't they? Well, they bought it out, didn't they? And then uh, mm. they nicked all the uh, the best bits and then <coughs> flogged it on. They're not being done for uh, copying, are they? Because they, they owned it. Mm, because one of the best uh, best cars I ever had was the Ford Focus ST. The, the Ford Focus sanitary towel. Why do you have to be so disgusting? Why did they call it the ST? I don't know, super traction or something. I don't know. Okay. Renault Clio VD. What's the VD? Venereal disease. I don't really like the way this bit of conversation is going, so I'd shut the f*** up if I were you. It's going to put listeners off. And sponsorships. And sponsorships, yeah. Uh, Oh, scientists have found a new way to turn single-use plastics into valuable liquids used in commercial products, including oil, lubricants and cosmetics. Well, it's about flipping time, to be honest, because, you know, all this plastic, which is not biodegradable, which they were making years and years ago, they may have have, have realised that if it doesn't go and disappear and go away and they can't do anything with it, it's going to cause a problem, like car tyres. Now, they found ways of recycling car tyres, haven't they? But before, used to find garages and places uh, with huge stacks of car tyres all over the place. Yeah, there's only so many playgrounds and uh, racetracks you can use car tyres on, isn't there? Mm-hmm. But so uh, they do. They shred them up now and use them in all sorts of things. I think, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, this is good news. I mean, essentially, they break down the um, mm. the plastic, the single use plastic, into into <coughs> liquid, so uh, it can be used. And what so. does the liquid do? Well, it's, it's oil, essentially. Is it? Yeah. Oh well, that's very clever. That'll well, that- uh, that'll sort the problem of fracking being useless out, won't it? Well, that means all those floaty bottles in the oceans, they're worth mm. money, potentially, if this kicks off. Yeah. Oh, so go and scoop them all up. Scoop them all up. Well, it'll be the uh, big companies will be uh, going out and... This is the thing I don't get. Why haven't we got boats with scoops on them just trawling around all the coastlines, scooping up? You know, all these pictures you see on, like, Blue Planet and stuff. <laughs> but who's going to pay for that? Well... If they're crowdfunding idiots to stand on street corners in London holding placards and then dumping them on the street mm. when they're finished, they could just crowdfund that. I'd pay into that, wouldn't you? Mm. Well, that's a very good point. Yeah, I might do, as long as I see some uh, some definite returns. But maybe they should stop people throwing them in the sea in the first place. Well, I talked about that a few weeks ago. I don't understand how they get in the sea in the first place. The only reason why they're in the sea is some country somewhere is dumping it in the sea. We are not going to the coast, onto the beach, and going, I've finished my little bottle of Coke, I'll just lob it in the sea for a game and see if it floats. Mm. Well, that's a good point. That. Let's find out the country that's doing it and then sort them out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good. I agree. I agree with that. Send the boys round. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should do that. Films. I saw that film that you mentioned, uh, Game Over Man. Oh, yeah. What did you think? Uh, We all couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. It is very funny. Yeah. Uh, And you're right. I hope there's a sequel to it. I think it's very funny. And I saw one which I just couldn't believe the other day called The Spy Who Dumped Me. Yeah, that's not very funny. I laughed. Yeah, I didn't find it. That's the one with the woman from um, Family Guy. Was that the woman from Family Guy? Clunis. Oh, right. I didn't know that. 
she does the voice of Meg. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 yeah, but it was supposed to be funny, wasn't it? Yeah, it was more of a girly flick, though, wasn't it? There's a lot of nasty violence in it. Actually, yeah, the start's quite violent, isn't it? She doesn't mm. kill someone with a shoe. Yeah. In a market store. I can't remember those. Well, I don't remember laughing as much as I should have done. Hmm. Uh, obviously, the film this week is the new Terminator film. Go and see that. And uh, I did see another film on Netflix. I'm, in, I'm into Netflix now. You got me into Netflix. Yeah, good. Uh, what have you seen? Boy Who Harnessed the Wind, based on a true story. Oh, I haven't seen that. I keep thinking that looks a bit pony. I won't watch it. No, watch it. It's very good. Is it? Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I think I've exhausted all the sort of um, uh, the, the kind of uh, films a bit like Close. Oh, yeah. I did see a film on Netflix that had James Cosmo in it. Yeah, there are quite a few on there. Yeah. yeah. Um, very strange film. It's about um, people that go around pretending uh, that they're ghost hunting, basically. They go and cleanse a house. Uh-huh. I think that the twist is that um, some of the uh, fakers can actually really genuinely see ghosts. Really? And it gets a bit gruesome towards the end. Does it? Oh, yeah. Does Cosmo die in it? No, he's just, uh, he just plays a sort of, um, it's not, it's a bit more than the cameo role, but he, he plays <laughs> like uh, the grandfather of one of the characters and he, he has a oh, bit, right. bit of a chat with them at the, sort of the beginning before they, they yeah. check off to go yeah. and do something. Okay. I'm just trying to remember what the name of the film is. I'll remember for next week. Well, I don't know if I can wait that long. Well, you've got the boy who harnessed the wind to watch. Oh, right, yeah. What did I watch last night? I can't remember now. It wasn't very good. I fell asleep and went to bed. Did you see the new Star Wars trailer? No. I've never been a Star Wars fan. No, I know. I mean, you live for Star Wars. I've got to try and spread the religion mm. as much as I can. Oh, right, okay. Um, right, have you finished or not? Is there any more to do? Um, I, I can carry on talking, but if you want to uh, do your uh, Brexit talk... No, you carry on talking, well, that's uh, really shut on my chips because I've not got anything to got nothing to say. No, I knew you wouldn't. Um, so I have to spend a little time uh, on Brexit. By the way, uh, I am leaving the European Union next week, do or die. Uh, can I leave with you? Yeah. In fact, I, I, I've got a number of people to leave because I think the way that this is being handled and this is going is absolutely fucking mad. I have never, ever, and I've been doing this quite a while, ever that I can remember, even through the three-day week of um, the 70s, even through the miners' strike of the 80s, even through the Falklands War, Parliament had problems, but never like this. Or even through the first Iraq War, where people went over there. You know, we do have a Parliament that is dysfunctional. And I've decided... Whatever happens on the 31st of October, in a week's time, I'm leaving the European Union. I no longer am going to be a member of the European Union. I will always take my passport when going from this country to anywhere else. I haven't got a passport. Well, there we are. I haven't even got a driving licence. Well, you shouldn't be driving then, should you? Well, I don't know. It's a grey area, isn't it? I've, I've sent my driving licence off for my photo to be updated because it only lasts 10 years, your photo. All right, yeah. And they sent it back saying that due to the way that they've changed uh, their banking procedures, 
the check that I changed the ink on because my pen ran out. So my signature's yeah. in black, but the writing's yeah. in, in blue. Uh, they mm. can't process it. So that went after the date when my um, ID needed replacing. So technically, I'm... Um, but I've still got a paper license, which it doesn't expire like till 30 years time or something. So I don't know how it stands. Anyway, if you catch me, I don't care. I'll just pay, oh, for right. it. pay the Good. fine. It's only a thousand pounds. It's all right. Oh, well, there we are. You're joking. A man of your means be nothing. Um, so anyway, I have left or will be leaving next week the European Union. Uh, and and I just, I cannot get over the stupidity. I've just seen Diane Abbott do a, an interview and in which like every single member of the Labour shadow cabinet because a lot of Labour MPs are fed up with it as well but the shadow cabinet are scared stiff because they realise that in a time when the opposition should be storming ahead in a situation like this they are massively behind the government in popularity we need an election yeah, or as you said an erection we need someone like Anne Widdicombe to stand against uh, Diane Abbott well I don't know that Anne Widdicombe's really going to be that bothered, but uh, it would be quite entertaining, I suppose. Maybe we should have them do a dance-off. But let's be serious about this for a moment, because until we get this f***ing thing sorted out, we can't do anything. And the more I talk to members of Parliament, the more annoyed I get, because they're more interested in themselves. They're more interested in their what they perceive to be their careers. And I don't think politics should be a career. It should be a calling. And they're doing nothing. And you have to give him his due. At least Boris Johnson got this deal through, although having spoken to a number of Brexit Party MEPs who explained on my talk radio show last week exactly the consequences of this current deal, and, it, and for that matter, any deal that the EU is prepared to give to us is going to keep us within their control. So, like me, why don't we just leave and then we can do the deal? Then we can say, listen, we'd like a free trade deal. Uh, we'd like to uh, stay connected with Europol and uh, our security. They're not going to say no to that. Um, and uh, we'd like to sort of harmonise various things, but we're not in the single currency. We're not in the customs union, but we will do a free free trade deal so that nobody needs to put tariffs on anything between our countries, which would be great. Why would they not want to do it? They would only be harming themselves. But, you know, the way things are going at the moment... Uh, this is never going to be sorted out. So we need an election. We do not need another referendum because we've had a referendum. We were told, it's up to you. You choose to stay or you choose to go. We chose to go, the majority. And then everybody started kicking off about it because the politicians felt that they knew more than we did. And it has become blatantly clear to me that most of them don't. Most of them haven't even read the documentation they're complaining about. Most of them have said, oh, we haven't got time, we haven't got time. Yet, they swanned off on Friday. They should be sitting in their offices reading through it. Brexit party MPs have studied it very hard. And there are all sorts of things when actually I'm told that, that if we sign up to that particular deal, because I have to admit, I haven't read it, if we sign up to that deal, we will still be more or less controlled in very many ways by the EU, but not have a say on it. So the best way, just leave and then say we'd like to do a free trade deal as of tomorrow. And that could, if all parties agree, that could be organised. And who would object? But the way it's going at the moment, 
they're going to kick it into next year, maybe even the year after. So I'm, I'm just sick of it. And they are showing themselves, politicians generally, not to really have the interest of the voters at heart, more their own interests. Didn't I read this morning that the EU are saying that they're not going to give us an extension unless Jeremy Corbyn agrees to a general election? Um, that has been mooted, but I don't... They What they've said now is that they will not talk about the length of uh, extension until they know exactly what the extension is going to be used for. So as we talk while this is going on, there will be discussions, and I think on Monday they will put a vote to Parliament as to whether or not there can be an election on the 12th of December. Now, all I hear from um, opposition MPs is, yes, well, we're not frightened of an election, we'll have an election, and you say, well, why, what? Until they take no deal off the table. Well, why should they take no deal off the table? What, what, that, that, ostensibly, that means that if you're doing a negotiation with the EU, the EU know that you are not going to be able to say, like, we don't like that, we're walking away. And so they're just going to say, no, you can't walk away, can you? Because you can't walk away because you're not allowed to. So we can give you the shittiest deal ever. You just can't walk away. It's bizarre. Yep. Am I right or am I right? You are right. The uh, turkeys hopefully will be voting this Christmas. Ridiculous. Let's do uh, questions. I'm going to the pub. <clears throat> questions. Uh, Daniel Severn. I wish you'd stop putting him in because I don't like the way you say his name. Just call him Daniel then. Yeah. But he, he, he asks a question every week. Ask, get some people who haven't. Well, I can only get the people that want to. Well, we be... don't do all the people. We haven't got time. I, well, it's a question for me anyway, I think. Oh, now we know. Go on, get on with it. Uh, it's my five-year-old's birthday this week and he wants a Nintendo Switch. Are they any good? What does Rob think? Well, actually, you can ask the first bit. Are they any good? Are they any good? Um, they are for a very limited amount of time because there's only a very limited amount of games. It depends which version of the Nintendo Switch. Do you mean the original one? If so, yes, that's great. If you mean the new one, I haven't played with it. But I assume the new one is okay as well. But there's only a very limited amount of games. Why didn't you do that in Tech Talk? Oh, that's a good point, yeah. I could have questions for Tech Talk, yes. If you want to uh, ask me questions and I can answer your questions, that'd be very boring though, wouldn't it? Like well, tech it. talk is very boring. Actually, whatever you say is very boring, but can we get on with it? Okay, uh, Rob James, is it true that the easiest way to turn a normal sofa into a sofa bed is to forget your wife's birthday? Absolutely right, Rob. So be warned, do not forget your wife, your partner, your girlfriend, your boyfriend. In fact, any friend, it's a birthday. It's not worth it. Or have an affair. That that does the same result as well. Does it? Yeah. All right, but usually end up on uh, someone else's uh, sofa that becomes a sofa bed. Ah, right. Judith Ann, should mediums be regulated? How would you regulate them, Judith? I mean, unless you can prove to me there are such things as ghosts or <clears throat> there is an afterlife, which you can't, then the whole thing has to be regarded as a joke. People are obsessed with going to these people who talk rubbish. I've interviewed loads of... Um, right from the very famous Doris Stokes and Doris Collins uh, down to, um, what was that guy I used to have on the programme all the time? Derek Akora. Derek Akora, yeah. Um, and I'm sure they're very well-meaning people, but I think they're just hearing voices in their heads. 
I don't think they're well-meaning people at all. Don't yeah, you? I, th- I think some of them believe they're getting voices from the other side, but um, who knows? But I don't think you can regulate it because who could you prove is is uh, <laughs> who could you prove is real? I think they should change the law that basically says that it's not real unless you can prove that it is. That should be the first thing to do. And second, I think that when you go to visit one, they are required by law to sit there and say, now you do realise that what I'm about to say to you is for entertainment purposes only and none of this is true. Yeah, and maybe that should be said by by religious people before they start going on. Oh, when they stand up and do the sermons. Mm-hmm. They do on, uh, you know, if you go to see the uh, the big stage productions on the bottom of the flyers, it does clearly state mm. um, this is for entertainment purposes only because that's a legal requirement. Mm. So they are yeah. sort of regulated. But, you know, you can, you can go on for argument's sake, Radio 4 and do thought for the day very earnestly by a religious person. We used to have a laugh because we used to do the shows with Paul Daniels uh. and we used to go and chat with the staff in the uh, theatres and he used to tell us he used to turn off the, um, the induction loops for the people hard of hearing because it used to interfere with their uh, headsets and stuff when they were getting fed the information. <laughs> and they, they used to tell us all the stuff that used to go on, even though they're not supposed to. Oh. So, yeah, it's all fake. Anyway, all right. Well, you, we can't say it's all fake because you don't know. Nobody can prove somebody living up there in the sky where everybody else has gone. I'm, I'm pretty safe saying it's all fake. Go on. Armstrong Lee. I'm in Leeds. No, he's not. Why did I say Leeds? Spain is in Spain. You are useless, do you know that? Go on, get on with it. I'm in Spain and the streets are clean and people use the bins provided. Why in England are the streets full of rubbish? I have no idea, Armstrong, except the British are so f***ing lazy they expect other people to clean up for them. I think that's probably it. Pamela Stoner. Unfortunate name, Pamela. Hmm. Please, can you find out when we can get out of the EU? I am losing the will to live here. Well, Pamela, I told you I'm leaving next uh, Thursday, 31st of October, as we are required to do. Even if they give us an extension, I'm still, as far as I'm concerned, I've left. Jan Hazel, when will Harry and Meg stop bloody moaning? I don't think they're moaning, Jan, and I think they have a very difficult life and they're living in the public eye. And I actually think perhaps the uh, media should stop being quite as obsessed with their private life and just focus on the good work they're doing in promoting this country and ferrying good deeds. And in fact, Pamela, uh, no, Pamela, uh, Jan Hazel, I think you need to be more respective of our royal family. They are what makes this nation great. Kevin Walsh, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? A squab. Is that the technical term? I think. I think it's a squab. Is it a squab? Yeah, I think it's a squab. Yeah, I have. I haven't. Well, there we are. And Paul Hyam. Why don't women go to jail even if they've been found guilty with their partner for the same offence, yet their partner gets full custodial sentence? Um, oh, that's the most ridiculous question I've ever heard because it will depend upon so many... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Factors. Yeah, it will depend on so many factors. It may well be that a woman has a child to bring up and she may be uh, decided by the court she's a good mother and she should be doing that and they will probably allow her to do that. But normally, if you've committed the same offence as someone else, you will both go to prison. Unless one did more than t'other mm. in the offence. I think I think Mr Hyam has probably got a bit of an axe to grind. 
A good example would be uh, a couple that have gone out shoplifting and one of them puts uh, the clothes in a bag and the other one leaves the store with the bag. The one that left the store with the bag has committed the real offence and therefore gets the longer sentence. The other was just an accomplice. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Don't forget, tell your friends, download the podcast or uh, subscribe to the podcast because... I would actually like to uh, to see Mike Graham's face when I can show him I've got more downloads than him. It's all meaningless. Well, yeah, I know that, but he doesn't know that. So the iTunes chart doesn't take into consideration downloads from your own website, Spotify, Deezer, Audio Boom, and all the other channels that your podcast go out on. Mm, but he doesn't know that. And also, it's not a, a relationship about your listeners. It's uh, how many subscribers are, have subscribed within a small time frame. Yeah, well, let's just go and do it and make us number one just to sort of rub his nose in it a bit if we could. How can we do that? Um, well, just get more subscribers. Just people, everyone who's subscribing, unsubscribe and resubscribe. There you go. Just cheat the system. Is that what you do? Yeah, you can do it that way if you want to. Yeah. That's naughty. Could be. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going. I'm starving. My stomach's making very funny noises. Okay, well, I'd volunteer to come down and cook you some food, but you'd probably say you were going to be out. I'm going to be out. to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.